This is Cheese and Coffee, Episode 6 for May 27th, 2008. Hi, Charles. Hi, Charles. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well, huh? You know what today is? Um, The 27th of May. The day after Memorial Day. Did you... you did you... Did you celebrate Memorial Day in a kind of kind of way? Um, I did celebrate Memorial in a kind of kind of way. Is that what you said? In any kind of way? Oh, in any kind of way. Um, let's see. I went to work at nine o'clock, nine to twelve. You had to work on Memorial Day? Yeah, I I, I worked. We were open for a few hours. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? At your mail place? Yeah. Isn't mail and delivery closed for that day? It is. I actually don't know why we were open. I think it's it was kind of useless because we didn't we had like no customers. That would make sense, right? Because if I were a customer, I would assume that the mail place is closed, and I would just have to mail it on Tuesday today. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people assumed. I think it was um, bad call on the owners or the owner. But um, next year, maybe we'll shoot for next year. We'll know. Oops. Yeah, we will. So um, yeah, today's the twenty seventh day after Memorial Day, huh? There's about how many? Four more days left in the month. Four more days. Guess what that means? Yeah, four more days to find a place to live. <laughs> so tell us about your situation that's, now. That's right, audience. Four more days because what did I do all of the month of May? But audio to me, Ryan. That's right, Ryan. He Ryan, four more days to live. You know what? Live to live. I have four <laughs> more live. days to live, Ryan. I'm going to die June first. Um, I mean, I could die, but. Uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So how's your living situation coming along? Uh, it's pretty um, pretty not happening right now. It's kind of weird because I, I spent a lot of, you know, the month of May looking for a place. I went to a lot of places, but it just didn't happen. And, How many um, places have you looked? Um, probably eight. Eight places. Well, and you didn't find any that were any good? Maybe not quite eight. I, I emailed a lot of places, but a lot of, you know, the whole dog situation. But um, a few of the places right. I just, I didn't feel good about. Um, a couple of the places didn't get back to me. The place I went yesterday to look at was amazing. I found out, though, that it was, I had actually been to that place three weeks ago, but it was a different apartment, which was really weird. And I, um, I really liked the place, and it would be good rent, but... Um, again, no dogs allowed. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, so I'm going it's to... It's pretty stupid of you to go back to the same place. I didn't realize it was. <laughs> but I, I didn't realize it was for once, for one. But I also talked to the, the, the guy. The people who were renting the room said, oh, yeah, dogs, that's fine. You know, so they obviously didn't know. They They didn't have the info, I guess, and then... They found out that I wasn't allowed, so it was kind of just a wasted trip again. They owe me like five dollars for the gas. Should probably send them a bill, huh? No. Anyway, so I'm going to a place tonight, and uh, probably around between seven and eight, maybe, to to look at their place. I think it's like six thirty-three a month, six hundred thirty-three dollars. It's a lot of money, but it's more. It's less than I'm paying now, so. Pretty excited. What kind of situation is it that? Um, I think it's two or I want to say it's a house and I think it's two other roommates. So, and they're accepting of no, of dogs, so it should be good. Um, we'll just see how the chemistry is, I guess. And um, there's another place that I'm supposed to be looking at tomorrow. So, 
one of these things needs to happen so I can just know where I'm going. I, I think Saturday is going to be the moving day because I'm going to be a little busy on Sunday. So Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday. I don't know. Maybe Sunday evening. I'd like to get it done, though. Yeah, you really need to get this done pretty soon. Right. So uh, we're in my or my apartment recording right now, and um, Charles, does it look like I'm ready to move? It totally does not. <laughs> my it's, goodness. To me, it's... I think you're better... You should just hope for uh, your apartment burning down. I think that would be a better solution than I actually have to move right now. Because then I'd get paid, right? Well... Or something? I don't think it matters if you got paid or not. This place needs to burn down. Um, also, if just some some guy came and stole everything that you own, but looking at your stuff, I, there really is nothing good to take. I think it's there's a lot of good nice things to take. I got a trombone. I got a ooh, I those got are a, big on the black market. <laughs> oh, let me go find a trombone. I have a computer. I have I have a mixer and a microphone, and I had to re- never mind. So they can record stuff too. Yeah. Right. The thieves. The thief thieving podcast. Um. Jeez. Um, so, hang on one second. I got a lot of clothes, you know. I got clothes. I got a dog. Yeah, that dog will guard your stuff. <laughs> that dog is the guard dog of the year. It doesn't bark. It just looks at you and says, get away. It did bark at me one time when I tried to pick it up. It's because you're the most awkward person in the world when you try to pick up animals. You know what I figured out it was? What? This has to do because when we were little, we didn't have dogs, we had chickens, and that is how you pick up a chicken. You just sort of grab it by the side and just hold on to it tight. And I guess when you stick your f- the fingers into the dog, it doesn't like it as much as a chicken does. Hang on one second. I want to rewind. Audience, I mean Ryan, I mean <laughs> who's ever listening, um, rewind that. You said when you stick the hands into the chicken. Those are the words you said, I believe, Charles. Not the hands, the fingers. You grab your finger, grab the fingers around the chicken. Onto the chicken, not into the chicken. I mean, we're not like eating the chicken when it's alive. You could, but no, you just put it, grab around the chicken. Okay. Like how you would pick up a giant watermelon. I still don't think you're being truthful about you having chickens when you grew up. Really? Yeah, I, I, I have a hard time believing this. Did you come? I should have showed you where we had a chicken. Yeah, uh, I saw a garden. Yeah, well, the the chicken coop has been taken out for, you know, 10 years now, 10, 15 years maybe, and uh, the garden has taken over its place. We did reconsider really recently. My dad, he wanted to get chickens again, but the garden has expanded into the chicken area, so we don't have any place to put chickens. But, I mean, the chickens would would, uh, add nicely to our backyard farm. Repertoire? So, yeah, hopefully um, one of these situations happens soon as far as my rooming. Room situation. It's kind of, uh, yeah, needs to happen. So I was thinking, Charles, about the past. I was thinking, <laughs> you ever think about the past? Not so much. No. You're pretty much a straightforward kind of guy into the future, you know, the present, the future, all that. Yeah, I like to keep moving forward, yeah. not dwell on the past so much. Well, it's not that I, that I dwell. Sometimes it just, you know, comes into my mind. That's right. You sulk in the past. I don't sulk. Um, so I was thinking about, you know, back to like second, third, fourth, fifth. Pretty much. Actually, it wasn't second. It was probably like third or fourth on through like even into high school. 
you remember those books or you remember those um those summer reading programs where we had to read like a book or um maybe two books during the summer and sometimes we read during the year as well but like the summer reading program do you remember that did you have to do that nope we don't have summer reading programs are you serious yeah, I think you probably do it because when we I went to school, we didn't have a summer. We had year-round schools, and so summer may be two weeks long or a month long at most. So we didn't have summer. Oh, that's what – because I – oh, so you you only had like a month or two off, and the, so your school went all year round. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I've I have a hard time focusing and understanding what what people say. Well, I guess one of us was listening. Well, I really try sometimes, but like my focus goes somewhere else and I don't know. I can't explain it. It just sort of happens. Anyway. Now you know a little bit more about me, Charles. Yeah, that's good to know. Um well, I had summer reading program and um it was so hard for me because, like, I had to read a book, you know, and and I would always put it off to, like, the end, too, like, like August, you know, like a week before or something. And and then, like, I found out that there were Cliff Notes, <laughs> and then, you know, eventually I never read anything. I'm not I, – but I felt bad. So what, what were some of the books you had to read? Mm, I read – the Outsiders. Do you remember that book? Nope. The Outsiders. Actually, I did feel bad, so a lot of the times I did fin- finish reading the book. Oh, a lot of the times I did read those books because I um I felt bad, like I was I was doing wrong, like cheating on a test or something, or I wouldn't cheat because I would feel bad, or I would tell on myself if I ever did, or like something like that. So like I um <laughs> wow that was a tangent. Um so I would um read read the book eventually but i didn't necessarily do well on the test because anyway it it doesn't matter there was cliff notes and i i i couldn't even read those so i basically didn't do well on anything but um so what else did you read besides the outsiders have you ever heard of the hiding place i'm sorry the hiding place have you heard of it no i think it was um based on um, it was the the Holocaust, and I don't know if it was Corey Tinboom. I think it was Corey Tinboom. Have you heard of Corey Tinboom? No. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's basically the Holocaust and during World War Two, and how Corey Tinboom and her family were. Um. They stowed away Jews because, um. Because um, basically the Jews were being looked for and they would kill them and bring them to concentration camps and stuff. So that's what the hiding place was about because they, they made this place in their house where they would keep these Jews. And I think they were Jews themselves, so I I don't know how the whole situation was. But eventually they – and I think that's the right name. I think it was Corey Ten Boom in the hiding place, but that was one of them, hiding place. And sometimes we could pick the books, and I think – like we could pick our own summer reading books. So, and I think that was one that I picked. Was that one? That's pretty heavy reading for a second grader. Well, like I said, I I think it was third grade on. I but I think I I chose that one in like seventh grade. 
So I, I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Got it. Um, what did you choose in second grade? Okay, I'll repeat myself. I think it started third grade on. Right, I meant third grade. Okay, I don't remember. Oh. I, I have a hard time remembering. I had a hard time remembering those two books. Do you remember a book that you read when you were younger? Not during your summer reading program that you didn't have, but any book. Um, no. I wasn't big on reading. Most likely I just didn't read. Do you read now? Not much. Why don't you read? I'm not that big on reading. It expands your mind and your knowledge. I'm not good at it. I need to, I, I try to do it more though, like as much as I can. Yeah, we never had summer reading programs. We had year round school, which is, uh, you go to school for three months and take a month off, and then you go to school for another three months, take a month off, and go to another school for three months, take a month off, and so the pattern just sort of repeats. So you're, depending which track you're on, because not everyone was on the same track, there's, so, you know, it's offset a little bit. So, um, basically, this is only good if you don't have enough classrooms and to share classrooms with teachers. That way, a quarter of the students won't be at school all the time. And so there's four tracks because, you know, you're school for three months and one month off. So there's four months. So it could be shifted one month. And depending on which track you're on, you get different holiday, different uh, periods of vacation. And like some vacations are longer than others, so Track D had a longer summer vacation. But longer, I mean, instead of four weeks, maybe five weeks or six weeks at most. And it was in July, so that was the 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 track that most people liked because they get summers off still. And then Track A was uh, didn't have any summer vacation; it had like two weeks of summer vacation instead. And Track A was different because Track A was usually the the smart kids when it's Track A for some reason. Track B, it was all the bilingual kids on track B. Track C is sort of like track D, except not as good as track D because you don't get the summer off. But I think you do get a longer Christmas vacation on track C. And what was so great about uh, year round school for a student was, or a kid was, um, you're only school for three months at a time. So the first month, you're just getting used to things. You know? you're, you're back to school. You should, your mind was still in summer mode, so you 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 weren't ready to learn yet. So you're just getting into it. And the next second month, you're you you're into it now. You're you're learning. You're you're ready for you know school and doing your thing. And the third month, you're has a vacation already because you're ready to get to go on vacation again. So basically, you only have one month of learning. Right. So basically, year-round school does not promote learning, but it does solve the the problem when uh, you don't have enough classrooms. Um, so could the bilingual kids be in the smart kids? So were you in track A or B? I was in track D. Oh, so you got the long Christmas. The long summer. I mean the long summer. Yeah. It was sort of a lottery thing because, yeah, uh, but um, yeah, so you got the track D. So it was a lottery. Well, track D was really popular because everyone wants the longest summer because everyone so used to having a summer vacation. And you got it. Yeah. It's exciting. So your parents got to see you. That wouldn't be exciting, but you know, yeah. Um. Well, that's how did you feel about 
these these tracks and and like like how did you feel about the your school being set up like that? Well, when you're like in first grade and second grade, it doesn't really matter to you. You know, when you're older, it doesn't really matter to you. Yeah. Um, do you ever like switch tracks, or are you like track D until twelfth grade? You can switch tracks, but oh, you have a choice. Well, yeah, you get to choose what track you want to be. But let's say you're track D in first grade. By when you go to second grade, you can switch if you want, but it makes no real sense to switch because all your friends and classmates are on track D still. And okay, I mean it's hard for a kid to switch stuff like that, so parents usually don't switch. Unless you're just like a real social person, you want to meet everyone, so you just keep switching tracks. Yeah, you're in first grade. You probably didn't really realize that by yourself yet. Well, I mean, can you switch tracks whenever you're like in seventh grade? Um, seventh grade, we had tracks again. But, you know, all your sixth grade friends usually moved on with you to seventh grade. So even though it's a different school, you still had a lot of the same friends, same classmates. So... Did you uh, guys know how you were around school? No, we had we had nine months. And you had traditional school, so for nine months a long summer off. Right, that's what it was. What did you guys do for a long summer off? I mean, did Nothing. your parents have to take be home to take care of you guys, or or we uh, just we just had a summer, you know, three months. Yeah, what did you do in those three months? Did your Played. parents have to stay home with you guys, like when you were little? Um, I don't remember. I. I was homeschooled till second grade, and then... Oh. What is that supposed to mean? Okay. Oh, I remember I remember playing... Okay. I remember playing baseball and soccer and stuff in the summer. I did that. Who took you to soccer games and stuff? I swam, too. Um, my parents. So they don't have to work? Um, my mom, I think, was at home. I think my mom was staying at home. I don't remember. I think she was a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> It's weird. I don't remember much of my childhood. And um, my dad was a worker. I think he worked. Yeah, he worked. He had to have worked. Um, but my mom really didn't do a whole lot. I mean, she did stuff, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think... <laughs> my mom, like, did random things and stuff. I think she did stuff for the church and stuff. I don't think she had, like, an actual job, though. She eventually got a job as a nurse, but that was later on in my life. And she's a nurse now, too. So, so you um, played outside in the summer? Yeah, we played outside with the friends. We we rode up and down the street, you know, on Logan Court in Bethany, West Virginia, a town of like 500 people, and we um, rode our bikes and, you know, and where'd you ride your bikes to? Just like up and down the street, and we oh. if we got real adventurous and crazy, we went up the block and <laughs> we went up to the street above us, the street north of us, and. um you know, just rode down that street, you know. Oh, crazy times. Yeah, crazy times. I mean, we were intense. And if and if it got really crazy, we we rode down. <laughs> it's just really crazy, actually. If you can picture a freeway um, that went from, like, the top block up the hill down to our Logan Court, um, sometimes we'd ride on the – we didn't tell our parents this, or maybe we did. I just don't remember. Um, rode down the, the freeway onto, so we actually, I mean, we could have died or something, um, or got ran over by a car or something. I don't know. Um, rode down to Logan Court, and we built forts and like did things like that. You know, ran around like crazy buffoons, getting, getting um things like um, I don't know, 
I don't know. I can't remember. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sounded kind of fun. Yeah, it's good times. Have you ever had um? Have you ever had uh? What's that called? Uh, uh what's that? What's that? Sour? Uh, not sour patch kids. Um, <laughs> sour patch kids are good, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Have you ever had uh? Um, what's that stuff with the itches that gets on your skin? Um. What's it called, Charles? Help me Rabies. out. Rabies. No. It's um poison poison ivy. You ever had it? Oh, poison ivy. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, poison ivy is no fun. One time, I um, I had heard about poison ivy. Have I have I told you the story? I don't know where you're going with this. So okay. I don't know. Well. You you might get this story, but have I told you this or not? I don't know what story you're talking about. Okay, the poison <laughs> ivy story. story you're talking okay, about. so I was one time like I had never gotten poison ivy, but I'd heard about it. And one time I was in the woods, and someone told me I was just with my friends. I was maybe like seven, eight, or nine, something like that. Between seven and eleven, we'll say that. And um, oh, seven, eleven. Anyway, so. Um, someone pointed out and said, oh, that's poison ivy. And I'm one of those, like, curious people. Like, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that that's poison ivy. That is poison ivy. I mean, that can create, you know, harm to me right now, you know. So, like, I, 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 I was very intrigued by this. So I ended up grabbing it and, like, rubbing it all over, like, my, my arms and, like, on, on my, like, hands and stuff because, because I was intrigued as to the effect of what it could do. So then, obviously, like, I, I went home that evening and, and I don't, I don't remember if I told my mom that that happened, but I think, like, maybe, I guess what you're supposed to do is, like, wash yourself thoroughly if you get poison ivy, but I'm not sure if no. I did or not. No. And, um, yeah, so I broke out horrible, horribly with poison ivy. I mean, I had poison ivy all over my arms, in between my fingers. I mean, there are the, and this is not fun stuff, guys. I do not recommend anyone doing this. I mean, just horrible. And what happens is when it's, it's horrible because when it's in between your fingers, you feel it and, and it itch, poison ivy itches like, crazy all right do not get poison ivy and you just want to itch it and then and then once it itches and say it 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 comes open or it, it like it, it spreads and it just not fun stuff okay so just don't get poison ivy that's the moral of the story um and i've gotten it a few times in my life and um yeah so that's the crazy story of poison ivy what do you think about that, Charles? I'll keep a note to myself not to rub poison all ivy all over myself. But you can understand, like, the the curiosity of it, right? I suppose, but I, I would try to stay away as people would tell me to. Yeah. <laughs> I was intrigued, you know. <laughs> Just like this past weekend, I was intrigued by... I was at this, like, webisode shooting or whatever, and one of the girls, um, she... I guess to protect herself at night, she has a dagger 
and she has one of those like volt um, volt weapons or whatever that has like three hundred, four hundred tasers. Volts. Yeah, those tasers. And she brought it down and like she turned it on. You can see the electricity, you know. Bzzz, all right, and and I'm so intrigued by it. Like I want her to shock me. All right, like I want to be thrown to the ground and convulse and not feel anything. Like it's it's really weird, but like it's almost like I have to experience what that's like. And um, it's it's just like a curiosity thing I have. Did you did you try the taser? No, I um <laughs> I talked. <laughs> I, I guess you like go numb for like ten seconds is what she said, but um, I was I was very intrigued by it and I. I almost did, and eventually I might do it. Um, yeah, it's it's the same at at home. Like, I would recommend that you don't. Um... Well, it's it's the same at home. Like, I my my dad and step or my stepdad and my stepdad's brother they have a Christmas tree farm, and they have they have um, an electric fence with like a crapload of voltage to keep the deer out, and I almost have to touch that electric fence. Like I, I didn't, I've never gotten, I didn't get electrocuted, but like every time I would go there, I would ask them if it was on and if it was on, like, or if it wasn't on or if they said it wasn't on, I would actually go up and make sure that it wasn't on. Like, so they could have been wrong and I would have gone up and gotten electrocuted, but I had to touch it to make sure that they were right. I almost peed on it too. Like if it was on, have you heard about when that happens? If you pee on electric fences, and then I guess that's it for today. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, please email us with your name and let us know you're listening. Because uh, we would right love now. I think we're still talking to Ryan. Uh, Ryan, we'd like you to just... have more listeners. Ryan, can you email us at least to like just to, like so we can get an email? I mean, we can't. We haven't even gotten an email. Please, listeners, please email us. Yeah, if you would like to email us, you can email us at cheeseandcoffee at gmail.com. You can also check out our website at cheeseandcoffee.wordpress.com. Okay, love you. Bye.